0: Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Therapy Thursday. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects paradoxes. Now the reason I love talking about paradoxes is because A, they're fascinating, but B, they are everywhere, especially when it comes to mental and emotional health. So today I'm going to start with a little historical example of how thinking about these things in new, maybe strange at first, paradoxical ways of thinking can actually open up really great solutions. So back during World War II, of course, every side fighting was trying to improve their chances of winning. Trying to improve their weapons, and their tactics, and their machines, and their planes, and everything that they could. One of the ways people tried to do this was reinforcing planes after they came back from a raid. Now, I want you to think about this. If you're the one in charge of repairing these planes that have come back from raids, and they've got bullet holes all along the underside where are you gonna spend your time and energy reinforcing? Now, most people are gonna answer that you should obviously reinforce the areas of the plane where it got shot, because that's where it got shot. I mean, to be fair, that's logical, like that makes sense. But during World War II, some very smart people finally realized, hang on, these are just the planes that are making it back are getting shot in these areas. That means that the planes that didn't make it back, the planes that got shot and crashed were getting shot in the other areas where these planes weren't hit. Because if these planes had been shot in those same places, they also would have crashed and burned. We actually, instead of reinforcing the places where these planes got shot, we need to reinforce the other places, the places where they didn't get shot, because paradoxically, those places where they didn't get shot are the ones that are the most important, the most sensitive. That's why they were able to survive and not crash, because they didn't get shot In the more high sensitive target areas. Basically, it's just a good way of highlighting how out-of-the-box thinking that seems counterintuitive at first is actually the better way to go. Once you stop to think about it, it's like, oh, well, duh. You need to strengthen the places that are sensitive enough that if it gets shot, it crashes. These places, if it gets shot, obviously aren't sensitive enough to make the plane crash, so they're probably okay. Just patch them up. No need to reinforce them. Once you have it pointed out to you and you hear it, it's like, well, duh, that makes sense. But before it's kind of like exploding your brain. So this is the analogy that I like to use when it comes to mental and emotional health paradoxes. The typical paradox that underlines a lot of these mental health concerns is that the harder you try to fix something, the harder you fight against it, the worse results you're gonna get. Now here's another kind of nerdy example. In the fantasy, Dungeons and Dragons, Lord of the Rings type genres, there's a type of magical enemy, and this enemy's strength is proportionate to the strength fighting against it. So basically what this means is the harder you try to fight to defeat this enemy, to kill this thing, the stronger and more powerful it gets. Paradoxically, the only way to defeat this enemy is to skip your attacks, to not fight back, because as soon as you do that, it loses all of its power and strength, and it can't fight you. So I know, I'm letting my nerd show, but it's a really cool example of this. Just like the harder you try to be cool, the less cool you are, or the harder you try to be happy, the less happy you'll be, oftentimes with mental health, the harder we fight against a problem or the harder we try to fix something, the more it becomes a problem and the harder it gets to fix. Let me give you a real world example of this. Imagine that some parents find their kid caught with some marijuana, all right? Now, this set of parents is staunchly, firmly opposed to drug use of any kind, and they're very, very upset with this kid and this marijuana use. So, kid gets home, they sit him down, they ground him, they yell at him, they scold him. How could you be so immature? How could you do this to your mother? And, and getting all mad, taking away his phone and his privileges and electronics, and he can't see anyone, and he's on house arrest for the rest of his life. How does this kid feel? This kid feels shamed, he feels unloved, untrusted, he feels... Angry, probably, he feels alone, he feels isolated. Now, is this kid more or less likely to turn back to marijuana use in the future? I'll give you a hint, it's more likely. And in the future, if he does turn back to marijuana use, he's far less likely to come to his parents about it who might be able to actually help. He gets further entrenched in isolation and using more drugs, not less, because his parents were so, so adamant in fighting against it in this really, strong way. Now compare that to the second set of hypothetical parents who feel just as strongly opposed to drug use in their kids. But instead, when they find their kid is caught with drugs, they sit down with the kid and they ask him what's going on in his life. What is he struggling with? What's going on with him that he's needing to turn to drugs? What is he feeling? What is he thinking? You know, just being there for him and listening and empathizing and saying, you know, we don't condone drug use in this house, but we still love you and we want to be there for you. and We want to help you. Now, this kid, who feels understood, who feels heard, who feels respected, who feels like his parents actually care why he might be using in the first place, is this kid more likely or less likely to turn back to drug use? Less likely. The paradox is that the parents, no matter how they feel about it personally, the ones who fight against it so adamantly and strongly are gonna make more of the problem they're fighting against. And the parents who maybe internally feel just as strongly opposed to it but who can sit down and who can empathize with their kid and just try to be there and listen and understand and aren't as openly fighting against this thing are going to get better results because they're not fighting as hard. I have seen this happen across the board in mental health concerns. I see it in addictions all the time particularly that the harder someone beats themselves up and hates on themselves and rails on themselves for this addiction, the worse the addiction gets because the addiction is what's helping them feel better for having the addiction. But when they can accept their current state and say, yeah, I've got this addiction. This is what's happening right now. They can accept it openly and just say, this is a current problem that I'm dealing with and I'm not gonna hate myself for it. I'm not gonna beat myself up for it every second of the day. Ironically, by accepting the reality of it and loving themselves anyway, that is what helps them get out of the addiction. Not fighting so hard and beating themselves up and constantly just getting down on themselves and shaming themselves. And certainly not other people beating up on them and getting down on them and shaming them for it. This is the paradox of mental health that is so, so important for us to understand. It's scary to trust at first, but trust me, it works. If there is a mental health concern, whether that's addictions or behaviors or depression or anxiety, oftentimes it is in accepting the reality of it and not fighting against it so hard that we actually find the solution to it. So that's your homework for this week. What are your bullet plane holes? What are your fantasy enemies that get stronger the harder you fight against them? What have you been trying to defeat in the same way for years with no good results to show for it? Whatever that is, stop spinning your wheels. Stop trying the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Just try it out. See how accepting yourself and accepting whatever it is as maybe not your favorite thing, but just a current reality and moving forward see how it might change things for you. The paradox is real. This is one of the things therapists can help the most with, identifying these paradoxes and how to deal with them. Thanks for joining us on Therapy Thursday. As always, send me a message with any comments, questions, or topics you'd like to see covered on a future episode. And with that, I'll see you next week. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJCounseling for more mental health tips.